Welcome to the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition podcast. Today we are speaking with Dr. Leanna Delgabo of Harvard's School of Public Health about the review circulating in dietary magnesium and risk of cardiovascular disease, a systematic review and meta-analysis of prospective studies, published in the July 2013 issue of AJCN. Uh, can you first tell us um, what we know about whether or not circulating or dietary magnesium at usual concentrations influences the risk of CVD? Uh, certainly. Thank you for having me, Suzanne. Uh, so magnesium plays an important role in cardiac electrophysiology as an activator of um, sodium-potassium pump, which regulates ion curtains across cell membranes. And in humans, it's long been recognized that clinically low levels of magnesium uh, in the blood, or what's known as hypomagnesemia, is a risk factor for cardiac arrest. However, previous to this systematic review and meta-analysis, the relation between circulating magnesium at usual concentrations or intakes uh, and the risk of developing cardiovascular disease was unclear. Um, For dietary magnesium, there is evidence that marked reductions uh, in magnesium intake may increase uh, risk of arrhythmia, and these small randomized controlled trials uh, were conducted in healthy postmenopausal women at the USDA's metabolic unit uh, at Grand Forks, and they show that restricting dietary magnesium to less than half of the recommended dietary allowance um, increased uh, arrhythmias, which were relieved by magnesium supplementation. However, um, prospective epidemiologic studies um, have reported inconsistent associations between dietary magnesium at usual intakes um, and the risk of cardiovascular disease. And so um, we decided on that basis to conduct this meta-analysis to review the available data to date on the relation of circulating and dietary magnesium at usual concentrations or intakes uh, and cardiovascular disease. Tell us a little bit more about how you conducted this systematic review and and meta-analysis. Sure. So um, we followed um, the meta-analysis of observational studies and epidemiologic uh, guidelines, so the MOOSE guidelines uh, in the design, implementation, and and reporting uh, of this meta-analysis. So the first thing we did was um, perform a systematic search for all prospective studies, so that would include cohort or nested case control studies, examining the association of circulating or dietary magnesium with um, three distinct outcomes, so cardiovascular disease, coronary heart disease, or fatal coronary heart disease, um, using electronic searches of academic databases and the the gray literature. Because our focus was on magnesium exposure uh, within the normal physiologic range, Uh, we excluded studies uh, that focused uh, on populations with uh, disturbed mineral homeostasis, so that would include patients with CKD, chronic kidney disease, uh, or heart failure. Um, And after screening the studies and applying our inclusion or exclusion criteria, um, the data were independently extracted in duplicate by two investigators, and they were pooled using uh, the two-step generalized least squares trend estimation method, or GLST. And so the advantage of this pooling approach, um, GLST, as opposed to just comparing the highest versus the lowest uh, category estimates, is that it allowed us to combine all available data um, across um, all of the categories of exposure 
um, in each study. And so this increases the validity of the dose response estimates and it maximizes statistical power. Um, and in, in addition, it allowed us to evaluate um, potential nonlinear associations. We also um, standardized uh, uh, the doses of circulating and dietary magnesium um, to uh, 0.2 millimole per liter for, for circulating magnesium and 200 milligrams uh, uh, per day uh, for dietary magnesium. And so this represents the, the median differences between the highest and the lowest uh, quartile category uh, medians across all of the studies. We also examined potential heterogeneity um, by location, design, uh, follow-up length, age, sex, BMI, dietary assessment method, uh, circulating magnesium assessment method, so the AAS versus the calorimetric assay method, um, uh, outcome type, um, uh, proportion of prevalent disease, study quality score, um, using meta-regression. We also assessed publication bias. Um, and uh, as I mentioned, uh, potential nonlinear relations uh, using restricted cubic splines. So what can you tell us um, are the key takeaways from this review, particularly for you know, the average consumer? Absolutely, yeah. So our, our main results show that you know, circulating magnesium per um, uh, two millimole per liter increments um, was associated with a 30% lower risk of cardiovascular disease and trends towards lower risk of coronary heart disease. And dietary magnesium per uh, 200 milligram per day increment was associated with a 22% lower risk of cardiovascular disease. Um, and we saw an association between dietary magnesium and fatal coronary heart disease uh, with an inverse association observed up to a threshold of 250 milligrams per day compared with lower intakes. And what these findings suggest is that circulating magnesium may influence arrhythmic risk at concentrations above the clinically low range, um, and that dietary magnesium shows associations with uh, coronary heart disease within the normal dietary intake range. These results really highlight the importance of, of consuming adequate dietary magnesium for lowering uh, coronary heart disease risk. Um, and this is, this is particularly important um, uh, in the context uh, uh, of, you know, dietary magnesium intakes among North American adults are very low, particularly among the elderly and ethnic minorities. So, um, uh, you know, I would encourage, um, uh, you know, increased consumption of magnesium-rich foods. So that, those would include whole grains, seeds, nuts, legumes, and vegetables, particularly green leafy vegetables. Um, and certainly this is supported by the results of the paper um, because nearly all of the dietary magnesium in the identified studies was from foods. Our findings really support recommendations to increase consumption of magnesium-rich foods um, rather than, than to take supplements. Um, and as, as um, a, a final point, I, I think as a, a take-home message also from this review, I think that our results support the need, um, you know, in combination with um, other um, uh, data that, that exists to conduct an adequately powered uh, primary prevention trial to evaluate the potential role of magnesium um, uh, for the prevention of cardiovascular disease. 